It's Saturday, February 3rd, and this is Slices of Wenatchee. We've got new episodes out on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, so make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Today, we dive into a recent legal development from Wenatchee where a state appeals court has rendered a decision in a highly scrutinized negligence lawsuit. And later, we'll commemorate Black History Month by spotlighting three influential African Americans who significantly impacted North Central Washington during the 1800s and 1900s. Before we begin, have you joined Neighbor yet? If not, download the app today and join local conversations about issues that matter. Neighbor is a site just for our local community focused on facts, not misinformation. Best of all, it's free for everyone. To learn more, visit wenatcheeworld.com nabur. Now our feature story. This case revolves around the tragic death of a young child, Rustin Atkerson, who died in June 2017 from a head injury which medical examiners classified as homicide caused by blunt force. This event led Rustin's father, Ian Atkerson, to file a civil lawsuit against the Washington State Department of Children, Youth, and Families, the agency overseeing child protective services, in May 2020. Atkerson argued that the agency's failure to act, specifically its decision not to remove Rustin from his mother's custody following a negligent investigation, directly contributed to his son's death. The crux of Atkerson's lawsuit was his belief that the DCYF's actions, or lack thereof, could have prevented the untimely death of his son. Elaine A. Hurd, the boy's mother, was later convicted of second-degree criminal mistreatment and sentenced to 12 months of confinement. She admitted responsibility for her son's death, attributing it to her negligence in leaving Rustin alone with her then-boyfriend, Stephen Rowe, who was arrested but never charged in connection with the child's death. The legal battle saw both sides presenting expert testimonies to ascertain whether the evidence known to DCYF at the time should have led to Rustin's removal from his mother's care. The state defended itself by invoking a law that shields government entities and employees from liability in cases of emergent placement investigations unless their conduct rises to the level of gross negligence. Initially, the Chelan County Superior Court denied the DCYF's motion for summary judgment, ruling that the standard of gross negligence set by state law was not applicable. However, the recent decision by the Washington Court of Appeals Division III has overturned this ruling. The appellate court found fault with the lower court's decision to strike the opinion of the state's expert witness and reaffirmed that the gross negligence standard remains relevant. The appeals court's decision to reverse and remand the case for further proceedings marks a significant turn in this legal saga, leaving open the question of whether the state will pursue another motion for dismissal. As we closely follow the developments of this case, it serves as a poignant reminder of the complex interplay between legal standards, governmental agency responsibilities, and the tragic consequences that can ensue when systems designed to protect the most vulnerable among us fall short. Next, we commemorate Black History Month by spotlighting three influential African Americans who significantly impacted North Central Washington during the 1800s and 1900s. Their narratives underscore the enduring spirit and contributions of African Americans to the region's development. Antoine Etienne, hailing from Missouri in 1832, ventured west to the Oregon Territory and later to the Blewett Mining District in search of gold. As a notable figure in placer mining, Etienne's success, particularly extracting $1,100 in one season, led to the renaming of a local creek to Etienne Creek, correcting a historical wrong and honoring his legacy. Frank and Mary Posey, African-American pioneers, settled in Leavenworth in the 1890s, cultivating an apple orchard on their 20-acre farm known as Posey Canyon. 
Despite adversity, including Frank's untimely death, Mary Posey continued to manage the orchard, demonstrating resilience and earning respect as an accomplished farmer in the community. Lastly, we highlight Fred Collins, who began shining shoes in Texas before moving to Wenatchee, Washington in 1910. Collins innovated the shoeshine industry with his hot shine technique and authored an extensive guide on shoe care. His enduring presence in Wenatchee for nearly 50 years made him a beloved community figure. Thanks for listening. For more information on all the stories you heard today, visit us at WenatcheeWorld.com. The Wenatchee World has been engaging, informing, and inspiring North Central Washington communities since 1905. We encourage you to subscribe today to keep your heart and mind connected to what matters most in North Central Washington. Thank you for starting your morning with us, and don't forget to tune in again on Saturday.